Hello, everybody. Live from a brisk 64 degree temperature, Korea Town, Batman. It is the Ozone. Long time no see, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, also known as the Icons, also known as Trollin' Terry. How you feeling, <laughs> Trollin' Terry? Trollin' Terry, feeling great. How are you feeling? That's the question. Oh, man, I'm sleepy, but I'm all right. I'm back in action, folks. Had to take a little time off. We give a lot. We had to get some back. Here with Ernesto. How you feeling, Ernie? You good? Ernie feeling strong out there. It's the all-black crew right now. Everybody's sporting the dark shade. And it's time to get busy, folks. we got a lot to cover. There's been a lot happening uh, in the world of sports and in, in the world period. But we're mostly only going to cover the world of sports. Uh, you know what? Crazy NFL action going on. I have a theory about the glitch in the Matrix. The NBA is off and running. Major League Baseball hot stove is heating up. It's almost time for winter meetings. Uh, but you know what? We're in full swing for college football, and I want to talk about it right now. What do you think about college football? Did you see that game this weekend, UCLA-USC? UCLA snuck them out of dub when USC was like. Oh, they got them. Yeah, I live, you know, I live over there, and so the, 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 the Rose Bowl was packed. I'm sloppy on my college football game. Hey, listen, I understand. But CFB. We, that's okay. We have somebody for D1 CFB. Rawr. Long time no see, next victim. How's the desert treating you? It is treating me well. Welcome back, y'all. Good ah, to be back. Thank you. Yeah. We heard you were sipping red stripes in Jamaica, man. Jamaica, man. Sipping and smoking the natural. <laughs> the green. <laughs> the ganja green, yeah. <laughs> All righty, boy. And so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we were out on hiatus ourselves, but now we're back at it, back in black. And I saw an upset when a lot of traffic near the Pasadena Rose Bowl uh, <laughs> the other day. And there was a lot of people that were very happy that UCLA snuck out that dub against SC. Ruined SC season, I guess, but SC season wasn't going anywhere anyways. What do you think about this weekend? And uh, what, what do you got? Talk to me about college football. I know you had your eyes on it. Yeah, I know. My saying it's going down. College football <laughs> always going down. You know, with UCLA-USC, the big game last week, uh, last weekend, um, both teams needed to win, but I think uh, – Head coach for UCLA definitely needed more than USC because both programs are going to be revamped coming into 2019 with uh, with a bunch of changes. But this weekend, this weekend it goes down once again. Number six, go Oklahoma, is going against uh, number 13, West Virginia. Listen to me, y'all. Both these teams put up numbers, big numbers. They like, Both coaches like to roll the dice. But they're playing in West Virginia. So I'm going with number 13, West Virginia. Upset City? I think you should, too. Okay. Okay. Wow. I might have to put a small wager on that. Thank you for the tip, Victim. What what is it? Okay. So you like West Virginia? Who else do you like out there? I see we got a lot of the the top seeds in action. The big game, the biggest game that I see on the board this weekend is Michigan versus Ohio State. Michigan versus Ohio State. Michigan. You're going with Harbaugh. I am not going with Harbaugh. Ooh, I am not. Wolverines down. I'm going with the Wolverines are down. They've been playing well all season. I think this game is just a little bit too big for them right now. Um, they know the State. big house at the horseshoe in, in Ohio State at the at the horseshoe. So I'm going. Ohio State has been playing nasty for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, coach so having a breakdown on the on the sidelines and everything. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's their time to just, you know, to to get their season intact and get ready for the bowl season. So I'm going with the upset with number 10, Ohio State, over the Golden Blue, Michigan uh, Wolverines. 
Okay. And Utah State, Boise State. This is a, a, a matchup of closely ranked teams. And I'm wondering, what, what do you like in that, in that matchup in, uh, in, a, in a state where a lot of House of Representative seats have flipped recently? <laughs> well, Utah State is, you know, they're, they're going under the radar. They're not seen very much on TV. I think I've watched one game of uh, uh, live pl- with them playing. Um, but, you know, Boise State is always there. And I think they're playing on the Smurf turf this weekend, so I got to go with Boise the State Smurf to win. Turf, I love it. And finally, the game I want to talk about: LSU versus Texas A and M. LSU has dropped down, 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 but I still think I, I still think that they're an undercover powerhouse. What's your take on LSU on the Tigers? LSU, you know, I like them. Go, I like them Tigers. So uh, I got number seven LSU. Um, beating twenty number twenty two Texas A and M. But it is tough as hell to play against Texas A and M and them Aggies. In Texas. So this is probably in Texas. So this would be a big game um for, for LSU. And if they win, it's crazy because the, the college football playoff is, is coming down to the wire. If they win, LSU may have a chance to uh to jump into the top four. Now let's jump around because if if Ohio State upsets Michigan, that's going to uh, take Michigan out of the number four seeding and drop them possibly to number seven, which is crazy because if West Virginia number thirteen beats number six Oklahoma, everything is going to be shuffled, and Auburn unfortunately is still going to be number one because I'm sorry Alabama is still going to be number one because they're playing Auburn. But if he was a betting man. Bet the odds on this one because Auburn always matches against Alabama very well. Yeah, they step up. And let's roll the dice once again. Now, number three, Notre Dame was playing at USC this weekend. USC has had a horrible season, but USC has been putting enough, putting up enough numbers that I believe they can win this game against Notre Dame. Notre Dame, which will shake up the college football. Wow. Like playoffs, big time. I don't see but it. I, still got, I think Notre I, Dame. I think Notre Dame travels well. I think they'll still have some of that offensive juju that's left from uh, that Monday night football game, that shootout, and uh, down at the Coliseum, and we we gonna see what happens. Well, bet that five. I owe you five. Five then. Let me up. We'll see if it comes back. I bet that five. I think that the sleeper that could that could be an upset is potentially Washington and Washington State. To be honest, no way. Not gonna happen. Playing in Washington State. <laughs> he shut no me way. down. That's the, shut me down. Yeah, he's a specialist. Washington. Washington is good, but Washington State, man, they put up numbers and they got a running back that does enough. They run that spread offense. Um, this is a. This is like a uh, the state of Washington biggest game ever that yeah. they have going on. But um, I'm rolling with the the Washington State Cougars. All right. All right. Well, that's some like desert fever Cougars. for you out there. How'd you feel about this weekend? How, how did you feel about that Monday night football game? That's all I want to know. You know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, back and forth with it. It was exciting. It was good to watch. But none of them teams are going to win in the playoffs. <laughs> really? You think that lack of defense is just too much? Yeah. With, with, with all the depth that the Rams got and all the big names that they have on defense, they should not be giving up 50 points. points to They anyone. give up 30-plus every week. Yeah, but everybody yeah. does. So that's the problem with the NFL right now. They've made it a passing or a bigger arena league yeah. game now. So you can't play defense anymore. So nobody has yeah. any defense. Everybody scores. The, the over is in on every game. 
I mean, these but guys it's not going to be like that points. in the playoffs. Even when Peyton Manning was playing and, you know, he was running out the numbers, when they got to the playoffs, them numbers, you know, shrunk. So it looks good. It's good for TV. But, you know, it, Chiefs and Andy Reid ain't going to do nothing. No, the, the uh, Andy Reid ain't going to make no noise. And I actually, <laughs> no I feel like noise. I would like Andy Reid as a person, but as a coach, he's going to find a way to lose. Ooh, yeah. I'm telling you the real. Like, I know. Uh, icons. I, I, he, icons always find a way to lose. Yeah, whatever. He, what, what does that say about him. you? You know, them, that man was crucial. <laughs> I still saved the records. I got the records still. <laughs> Play action, Jackson. All right, hey, cover two, victim. <laughs> that cover two got burned on Monday night. It did. Uh, I know you're not talking. You can barely get a win. Nah, you must have lost your mind. Like Terry said, he keeps the record. I keep the record. Mr. I I like this before high-speed internet, Mr. I pull the plug. Right. The king of pulling the plug. You can't even pull the plug no more because it's Wi-Fi. Right. You was nasty because you always had the plasma. You want to blame it on the plasma TV. No, that's not. That plasma was a nightmare when it first started. Yeah, plasma wasn't right. Did not work out right. You couldn't kick. All right, victim. Yeah, let you bust up in the desert. You said you want to be the Riddler. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. Thank you for the picks, and we'll check back in with you and see how it all turned out. Appreciate y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. I was all. Have a good one. Late. Out. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, you gotta love, you gotta love, uh, family and friends of the ozone. Iron matey, straight off of the plane from Jamaica to talk about the college football boy. Yeah. Uh, is he a rude boy? I don't, I don't know. He was a rude boy when he was talking about that Madden. He was. He was out of line. I definitely had to shut him down. You don't, don't, don't talk crazy to me. He goes out of line. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment we've all been waiting for, the champ is here. The living legend. Mr. Chuck Liddell. What's happening? How you doing, guys? We're Good, doing great, man. man. I know you're on tour. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm having fun. I, we just actually did an interview with Tito. I mean, um... I, I still watching that guy speak. I mean, how is this guy even ever co- uh, comment on my, me not being able to complete a sentence? <laughs> I mean, se- I watch, seriously, I, seriously I, this guy. Well, I, I'm sitting next to him. I mean, I I, I'm, I asked him to send me the video because they they were telling me how funny I looked. At, I was going like that. <laughs> you look like that yesterday at the press conference. You look confused. What, 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 what did you just say? I mean, he can't. I mean, he doesn't have a very good grasp of the English language. I don't think he has a good grasp on life right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's in the darkness. You know, I feel I, like he's in the wilderness yeah, right now. Well, you know, my thing too, like at the press conference, he said that whole thing about oh, Dave Thomas did this and Antonio McKee did that. Like they're they're spying on. Yeah, he said the same thing for Stephen Bonner. He well, said but, Dave, Dave Terrell, and then uh, uh, I think I forget who his uh, wrestling coach Paul Herrera. Uh-huh. He said the same thing that oh, he planted him in his camp. He. They didn't have a falling out. He he just went over there because he was spying for Tito. I'm a dude. Can you at least come up if you're trying to get in my head? Right, come up with some original come, material. Yeah, come up with some original. You know, it's like first off, you got to remember I'm not a head case. Right. Yeah. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So that you're not going to get in my head that way. It just, just doesn't matter. I'm not that guy. And I also think the other side of it is when you've already beat a guy. A couple of times. I think that he's trying to get in his own head. Right. He's got. He's trying to get out of his head. You know what I mean? More so than you, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he's yo, trying I, to make I, himself believe. One hundred percent. That I mean, that, from the beginning, I, I'm like, it made no sense to me. He's selling it as Chuck's over the hill. He's gotten a lot slower and a lot 
older, so this I can what I can, so I can beat him now. <laughs> That's my scout. I'm like, that doesn't count. That doesn't, how does that, doesn't work like that? I mean, but how does that make you? How does that give you any vindication for right. your, lo- your for prior losses, losses. Your prior losses I, I, in right. your prime? Right. Well, I beat you in your prime now, but it's like I, I mean. I just, I just didn't understand why. How are you trying to sell it like that? I mean, I, if I, if I was, if I lost to you and I was going to beat you finally, and I felt you sl- lost a step, I'd still say you're the baddest man. Oh, there's no doubt. And then, and then, and then I'll go. And then when I beat you, I can say I beat, beat him I when beat he was the best. at the best. I beat him yeah, when yeah. he was at his best. Yeah. You know, but he just. But let me ask you this: after the fight, but he needs to convince himself. That's why he's doing. It. He needs, he needs to believe that he can beat me. Yeah, he's but let me ask trying. you though. After the fight, once the smoke clears and everything, do you guys shake hands and still and the cooler? Is it? Just- I, I, yeah, because he I, doesn't feel like I, I'm gonna be real. Yeah. It feels like it feels like it's actually. Oh, I don't. Sour. I don't like him. I we won't be friends. We won't. I will show him respect afterwards. Right. right. He, he got in the ring uh-huh. and, and closed the door behind. Yep. You know, behind me yep. and fought and, and fought me. You have to respect that. I respect that. I, I give him respect as a fighter that way. Other than that, I don't like him, and it, it's not. We're not going to become wow. all of a sudden become friends later. It's not going to happen. Right. Well, you know, I've watched fights before and, and just boxing matches and everything, and then a lot of guys who had animosity before, then after the fight, they shake hands and like you know, it's the love zone. Yeah, but maybe not the trilogy. Yeah, but uh, no. this is actually guys who seem like they don't like each other. Right. And, and Tito has that specific way of talking slick, is what I've noticed. That kind right. of stuff that people sort of do. Yeah, there's an arrogance to it that you wouldn't usually have if you've lost twice. Right. Uh, it, like you said, he, he's trying to convince himself that he's yeah. he's got like, and he's oh, I've gotten better. I mean, you know, if I watched his fights, I mean, I I don't. You haven't I seen any improvement. I would have said it went the other way, but uh, that's just <laughs> that's just me. But uh, you know, whatever. Do you see anything different that he could do to come out victorious? Um, I mean, uh, you know, uh, to, for him to come out victorious, he really I mean, he's going to have to take me down, and he has going to have to keep me down. Right. right. Uh, which is two things that he's not good at doing. Right. So he's not he's going to have a real tough time taking me down. Right. And if he does take me down, he's going to have a real do- tough time keeping me there. He says he's going to strike with me. I'll uh, we'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Right, right. I mean, usually anytime he's struck with me, it's because he couldn't take me down. <laughs> Last resort. <laughs> it's a it's a and and I guarantee after we start this, once it gets started, if his plan was to strike with me, He's going to remember why he didn't like striking with me. Really wow. quick. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, you know, so it's going to go, but he's going to go right back to wrestling. So it's going to come down to it. You know, we spent a little time with Tito uh, doing a couple charity events, and it seems like his heart is in, his right, in the right place right. for charity events. And everybody talks crazy when it comes time to fight. But there's something specific about Tito that I don't, and then I try not to get political on the show. But the Latinos that support Trump, I can't understand, especially he's from here. I'm from here. I hear the stuff that the guy is saying as a person of color. It has a special he has a special way of getting under your skin. And there's a lot of people who I told that you were coming on the show that were like, man, I hope Chuck knocks Tito out. (laughs) (laughs) I have not heard gotten people any any other kind of response. Everybody says the same thing. I hope Chuck knocks Tito out. And they want to knock him out early. They want to knock him out cold. They want you to knock him out. Man, he's so fake, too. I mean, that's the part that's the part that's that's the part that that kind of goes hand in hand with that. It's almost there's a there's a show, but I've hung out with Tito before and I don't know. I don't know if I just didn't see it before because it's always at some sort of like a charity poker event or something to that effect. Yeah, you know he, you know, and, and he, he plays that well and he does uh-huh. it. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and if you're somebody he might need in the future, he, he's a very um, 
user type person. Like mm. he, if he needs you, he'll he'll be cool. He's right. cool to you know nice to people that. Yep. But he's not, and he tries to play that. He's tried to change a little bit. Try to be a little more good, good with fans. But I get fans coming up to me all the time, telling me what an ass he is. Wow! Wow! That's terrible. It's like it's like it's like. You know, I I've been in events where he was he was actually paid to be there, right? And I, I walking through I was in Bakersfield, walking through this uh, bar, and uh, or I think it was oh Fresno maybe. Um, but we were walking in the bar, and he was paid to be there for, for after a fight, and uh, I took a picture with two guys, and they're like. Oh man, thanks for taking a picture with me. I didn't even know he was there, but uh, thanks for taking a picture with me, bro. I, I, we went and asked Tito, and he he, he basically just brushed us off and wouldn't, wow. wouldn't take a picture with us. Well, at a paid appearance. He had a paid appearance. I mean, they, <laughs> they said it, and the guys that, that, that from the bar, like, yeah, he went in the back, sat in a, sat in his booth, and didn't didn't interact with anyone, and it, and just left. I'm like, I mean, what the hell is wrong with it? There's a lot of bad blood going on right <laughs> yeah. now. I like it. I like it. I like it. Saturday, folks, November twenty fourth. That's uh, our yes, date. Saturday, November twenty fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I can Saturday. see it, man. You're fired, man. Oh. I'm a little nervous myself. <laughs> hey, man. I, it, you know, people ask me that, that haven't been around me. I got a few people around, haven't been around me in a fight week. They're like, wow, man, you're not. Why are you so happy? I'm like, it's fight week. I, it's I get a down. fight. Yeah, I can see it. I you know, can I see would, it. Like people were asking, like, because um, I, I got I kept getting asked. Oh, some people think it's about the money. And I go, man. I, I'm I'm okay money right. wise. I, I I can make money doing whatever I want. Right. right. Um. And the reason and the person saying it is Tito. Ch- Chuck needs the money. That's why he's coming out to fight me. I'm like, um, Tito is trying. I, I figured it out finally. You know, he's trying to put wrap around his brain the way he thinks, not the way I think. Uh-huh. Now he he's in it for the money mm-hmm. and the fame. I'm in it because I love the fight. That's a big difference. For, that's for a, me, that's a big difference. For me, in every combat this, sport, and and like I, I had better offers as far as guarantees. Uh-huh, and right. if it was about the money, you I'm, a, I'm a conservative guy, mm-hmm. right? I would I would take the guaranteed money over the over the the you know the, the, the big, big pot at the gamble. Yeah. But it's yeah. a gamble. It's a gamble. The no no other pay per views. Really, uh, companies that recently have done over thing, I think he has to do a lot of yeah. really oh, smart. I, I, think I think it's priced think it's, properly. I think it done, and I think I think it's great for for future the future of the sport. Yeah. I think it's great for uh, other fighters, and and that's one of the reasons. That's another reason I want to be part of it. But I'm here because I love to fight. Now let me ask you this: If you weren't a fighter, what would you be doing? Um, I well, you know, I have an accounting degree. Uh, I, so I, I wow. pro- might have been an accountant, um, but an aggressive so, so, one. So, yeah, very, <laughs> a very aggressive one. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Go talk talk to the IRS. Hey, <laughs> that was okay. That deduction was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Show but, me your receipt. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, but I, I think honestly, I think I, I might have been, I might open a martial, martial arts school. Really? I mean, oh, I, nice. That's, that's something I wanted to do since I was a kid, anyway. Um, and even all the way through, I, I mean, I, I don't see me sitting behind. I, I probably would have sat behind a desk for a little while and gone, you know what? <laughs> this this ain't for me. This ain't for me. <laughs> this ain't for me. I, I can do something else. I tell you what, though, there's not a lot of people that are credited with starting something massive. I mean, you think yeah. about guys like Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and you think about guys like Bill Gates and like uh, uh, your man from McDonald's and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. You are regularly cre- accredited with making combat sports massive, yeah, throughout the world. And I, and I mean, it's something that I think you need the credit for. 
because it's cool because I can tell you, I was in college when you first started rumbling, at least on, on the tube and whatnot. And I remember when my brother, my other brother, who uh-huh. lived out in Colorado, he called and he was like, man. They are doing something out here that I have never seen before. They're fighting like in a barn. He said it's, it's like, whole see, he said, it's like a like, blood wow. sport kind of deal yeah. out here. And, and then I started to see it. And you were one of the few people. I was more of a boxing fan. You were one of the few people that I knew. And I respected because you stayed with it. And honestly, whenever you're the pioneer, you never get the fruits of your labor like you no. should. You see a guy like a Conor McGregor or something like this, you know, taxing crazy dough, insane money. And I think about it all the time with guys like the ball players. You 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 look at a guy, you know, like a. I remember when Ricky Henderson made a million dollars. It was right. the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, guy signing for four hundred million dollars now. You know what I mean? <laughs> insane, and, and it, man. It's insane. Crazy. And they couldn't hold Ricky's jock. Right. Like you know what I mean? And, <laughs> right. and for you to to be here still, I admire it. I actually, I'm a believer that people should continue to do what they love yeah, to do passion. until they can't do it. And it's dangerous because you can't play combat sports. You can't play boxing. You can't play, you know, UFC. You guys can't play. So I, I just wanted to show love, man, because it's really, I think it's really admirable. Well, thank you, man. I, I'm happy to be back, you know. And yeah. I, I'm I'm so so excited to be uh, be going out and walking out in the, the ring one more time and fighting, and hopefully a few more times after that. So yeah, really? yeah. As, well, as long as long as my body holds up, I'm gonna uh-huh. keep coming. Right. How, how do you stay in shape, even when you're not fighting? Like, uh, you know, you know uh, obviously. Yeah, I've you know, never seen you sloppy. Yeah. No, well, I'm, you know, I, I go to Unbreakable. I mean, yeah, I've I, seen I, you I, like I my first match with Jay. Yeah, and I work work with some of the football players. I do a lot of different. Things. I work with other fighters. Um, uh, I do. I just. I just stay busy. I stay active. That's all. I, I like being outdoors. I like doing things that are physical. So mm-hmm. yeah, staying active all the time uh, helps you stay in shape. Yeah. Wow. That's what's up. Yeah. And now tell me this: on your resume, you have all of the names on your resume, all of them, and you've beat everybody. And the one thing that I admire that you do and have done is that you've lost and you've come back. There's this myth now in boxing and in combat sports, and this is, I think, where uh, MMA and UFC are actually, and Bellator are way ahead of the game, is that a loss doesn't define a guy. Right. And you have the will and the desire to come back and fight some more. The old adage in boxing is the guy that hasn't lost just hasn't fought enough people yet. Or you the know, right person. Yeah, the right person. And you're, you, you stayed the course. I wanted to know, who was your toughest fight? You know, my toughest fight, that's that's a real hard one to say. I bet. I've had, I've had a lot of great wars with guys. I mean, but I mean, I you know, the the one one guy that I really wanted to get back at, I still I still still want another shot at Rampage. Really? I, really? You know, <laughs> really? I, to be honest, I think it's one of those things. You know, a, a great fighter, I, tough guy, caught, caught me. Uh, you know, it, and, uh, you know, that's one of the guys that, that I, that, you know, I, I actually – was trying to avenge by that loss the, the time I brought him over to the UFC. I, I asked for him. I avenged. All, I was trying to avenge all my losses, uh-huh. and at the time I only had two, so I wanted wanted both those guys. So yeah. Now I got I got something else that we float over here, and we're trying to start an undercover movement for combat sport athletes. What do you think is the holdup on getting some kind of a union together for combat sports boxers? I trained in boxing gyms. When I was shooting in Miami, I used to train down at Fifth Street. Uh, I train out here. You see guys, world champion guys, you know, walking around, and nobody's there. Nobody can take care of them. Nobody can help them. They, they run out of dough. 
as an actor, you're a member of SAG, I'm sure. Yes. You know, you have a pension fund. You have, you know, the, you, the, the, you, have a, you have something to look out for you. And all the other professional athletes, you guys are generating billions of dollars for a lot of people. And everybody else has this. Why do you think that we can't get this together in combat sports? You know, I, 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 this gets to be a long discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, no, I say, but for me, um, I think if it's going to stay with the, this kind of a model, which I think is great for fans, having the UFC be the NFL of mm-hmm. mixed martial mm-hmm. arts, because you know you want, ev- I want everybody in the same that's in the same organization, so they just they all fight. To, you know, they get the yep. best guys fighting each other. But like now, now the other the other model, the boxing model, where you're you know you guys are partners in the in the the fighters are partners, you know, the, yep. the main, mm-hmm. main guys. Now the thing with those is now you're talking about, you know, the home runs big, but the guys below them yep. right, don't get right. paid. A whole and lot. they're paying those guys. The, the, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that those guys, the headliner guys help put together the card. And so they have to determine trickle down. Yeah. It's a trickle down. Yeah. And so, you know, there's benefits to both, but if it stays with the UFC being the NFL of it, you know, they really need, so, somebody's got to do something. Somebody's some, got to do something. Because I, I, I think you need a, you need a pension for these guys. You know, come the on, guys, man. The Most guys, guys, guys don't have an accounting degree, right? The guy, the, guy, the, guy, the, the guy, you know, the guys that have been in there, you know, for ten. I don't know how you. I don't see. I don't know the logistics of it. I don't. Know right. How you, Neither what, do how we. How do you qualify for it? Is it ten fights? Is right. It Fifteen fights. Is it a world championship yeah, belt? What? What is yeah, it? What? What makes you qualify for the pension? Because you know, in football, you got it takes what four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. I think baseball kicks in in 160 days or something like that. 160 games days up. Yeah. yeah, I think whatever, whatever you need some kind of qualifying for it, but, but you know, it it needs to be, you know, it, it needs to happen. I mean, it if, needs you're gonna, to happen. if you're going to keep it like in that model, otherwise, you know, you need to kind of move to the, to the, you know, the boxing model where the guy the guys are making bigger top end pay. But I mean, in the in, in that NFL model, like that at Major League Baseball NFL model, the the, the guy, but people don't understand is the fighters below the main event guys. Tend to make a little bit more. Yes, yeah. but they are shaving. Yeah. They, but they're doing something smart. They're shaving off the top guys. Right. You shave the big end. Right. They're shaving the big end instead right. of the bottom end. Yep. So they, yep. So they, that's a, that's a and lot more. And it's the other way in them. combat sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Combat sports are shaving the the fight. The organization is taking this part. Yep. And yep. they're making it a little wider down here. But boxing, it's this way. Now the problem with the union and why you have a problem getting them union in boxing and MMA. Every fighter, most fighters, always think they're going to be that guy. Right. I'm so because I, I want the home run. I want the fifty I want, million. I want that, and then I'm good. But even and if then, you get the fifty million, though, why don't they understand that it's enough of the pie for everybody? It's just not. And I'm not talking about everybody walking around right. getting half a million dollars right. a year for right, the rest right. of their life. Right. I'm just talking about basics. I'm talking about medical. Yeah, so the guys medical more than anything. Well, yeah, yeah and, and, and that when I'm talking about a pension, I'm not worried about. I'm, I'm talking about like if you fought enough time, you put your time in, whatever that. You should get a base salary yeah, for the rest of the day. Ba- base salary, not something that you can live on. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, a living wage. Way, I agree. A living wage. And then, uh, you know, after that, you know, you guys, if you want to work, you can make, make more money. And do for sure. You want. But if, but you should be able, yeah, I, I want them to be, you know, if you're in that, you know, you're in that, that, that amount of time, you put in that time, they earned a lot of money off you. And, they, man, and, and these make, guys are making crazy money, dough. So, so, you know, you should be taken care of. You know, I'd like True. to see those guys taken care of. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if you fought a few times here and there. and the, No, it's not the same. And, you know, no, no, that's why the logistics are asking for qualifiers. Because yeah, right now, it's like college 
basketball or college football. They got a bunch of guys who they aren't paying. Right. Who are making, they're making, the NCAA is making billions of dollars off of. And it, you break your leg, you just broke your leg. Good luck with the rest of that scholarship. You know, but now, this is when you're talking about the fighters, I've seen too many guys that I grew up watching, admiring, and go to the gym, and they're there working out. Obviously, they're going to work out. Athletes are always going to work out. But they're working out, and, you know, because they have to. And it's just sad because, you guys, you guys are heroes, man. You're a role model. You're a hero. Yeah. And that's one of the things I appreciate. You take that seriously. You know what I mean? You, you don't – people people can they can be solid about saying they support Chuck Liddell. Right. I like that. Right. Okay. You're a guy that they can look up to. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, man. We, we take that seriously because we grew up in a big family with a lot of boys. And our father was very serious about that, of how you conduct yourself, how you carry yourself, especially in the public. Oh, yeah. Nobody's and, and, a Boy know, Scout, I, but, you know. A lot of these things, I mean, yeah, not, I mean, no, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be Mr. Clean. Nah, but, no, 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 but, no, it's but, not hey, about that. It's not but, about that. But, You're a real person. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but, you know, there's, and, like, other the stuff with these, uh, Pre-fights of the stuff that's going on nowadays. Like, people, oh man, forget people, about it. Man, I mean, are you out of your mind? Like, there's lines you just don't cross. Like, I, and there's no lines now. Like, like, like when um after um DC wanted wanted want be Stipe, uh it was uh what's name Brock Lesnar got in the Yep, mm. and he went over and pushed him like that. Yeah, I'm a, what are you doing? Uh, what? I, what you got I, you I, let, I let you get in the ring. Right to, to, talk, to, to, to talk, so talk. yeah, we have an unwritten rule. Yeah. We unwritten rule. You don't touch me. Right. Okay. I just got I done mean, fighting, I mean, and I'm I'm totally against what, fighting in in the ring outside outside of the ring and doing that stuff. But if someone did that to my guy, I, it, you're ready it, to go. It, it's on right there. I mean, I would have started swinging. I would have started swinging right there, and I, I wouldn't have been happy about it. But there's no way I'm letting my my boy get attacked after a fight. And and they should he should have got suspended for that. He should have got fined for that. See, but this is I, another I, I problem. He should have got suspended. Should have got fined. He should have got charged. But there's that, no, that's but there's no rule. Governing there's no, board. That's that, it. This no, is the problem. No governing board. It's a, it's a free for all right now. It's like the Wild Wild West, pretty much. And but it's too deep, in my opinion. It's too long into the game to still be the Wild Wild West. It's been around now. It's organized yeah, now yeah, for so the promoting thing. Well, because you know, the, Cal- well, the California uh, State Athletic Commission's there. Uh-huh. I, I mean, not California. I mean, uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission was there, uh-huh. and he went. In, he's in the ring doing. I mean, it's uh, you know. Uh, whatever was it? Yeah, but, but was, see, that, was that in Vegas? Was that in Vegas? But, yeah, at MGM, right? But but what I'm saying is, is that even though this is the same body who's, you know, they'll give a license to somebody as long as they feel it's in their interest, as opposed to in to the fighter's interest. That you, we you need a separate entity. Yeah, you know, there needs to be a separate entity that, that governs, governs this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. doesn't have a horse. We can't count on. We can't count on them for that. Yeah, in my opinion, this because is the same they body. Have all the lines that are being crossed, and there's no kind of guidelines or whatever. The unwritten rules because nobody's following them. This is that new generation though, of these yeah. young guys and everything yeah. else that are coming in that feel like they can say whatever they want to say. That there's no repercussions. They can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, it, you know, and, and I just think there's always been like a you know. A, I don't. I don't mind guys get promoting fights and doing stuff. But no, it's, of course, know, jump in the ring. Let's but, get it. Let's let's talk and smack the whole night. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But but there, there's there's got to be some lines. I yeah, mean, you can't put your you hands know, on like, nobody. I, mean, I you know it's like you know, don't don't touch me. Yeah, right. Like, these guys bumping guys' heads and you know I mean. I mean, and just another one with DC too was when John Jones he comes in and bumps him with the head and he pushed him and they find they find DC. DC. Too. I'm all yeah. Why Why did you find DC? Like, uh, because I'm all, but I mean. I think a push when a guy headbutts you, it's a legitimate response. response. It's an it's an instinctive it's, response. It's, it's, it's instinctive, legitimate response, and not your fault. Right. You, you have to you have to make <laughs> you have you to have, you have to make that response. That has to happen. Um, so, Otherwise, you're literally then, just getting and then, John, and then John and then John punched him. 
And I know John was trying to punk him because I had a conversation yeah, mm-hmm. with him about a, a month before that in New York mm-hmm. about how I couldn't believe how these guys are letting people bump their heads and do this stuff. And I'm like, and he did it on I mean, purpose. I'm all, I, I, man, if you bump my head like that, it is on. <laughs> and he took that and he's like, and he decided to do that. He's like, I'm going to give this a go and see what this does. <laughs> it worked. It, it worked. And, and it worked. And, and, well, yeah. there was a lot working for him. <laughs> right. It wasn't just that. There was a lot working in, in Johnny Bone Jones' favor uh, that was not uh, up to code, if you will. Very disappointed <laughs> in my man for that. But uh, but let's get back to this fight because I really want to promote this fight. We're going to be there, man. We're going to yeah, be rooting for you. you. We're going to be there this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Fabulous Forum in Los Angeles. It's revamped. They got a billion-dollar renovation. Why it costs a billion-dollar to renovate a, <laughs> an the arena, form, right. I don't understand. But but they got a billion-dollar renovation. It's really nice now. Come on out. Tickets are available. If you can't come directly, watch it on pay-per-view. It's, yeah. it's going to be a great event. RingTV.com or FightTV.com, F-I-T-E. Yep. TV.com, uh, best place to get it. Okay, there it is. No, I was just saying that this model that they have, I really, really like, you know, because this puts you guys, you guys have to get out there and promote yourself as well, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're partners in how, how the show does. I mean, it, it, yeah, that's the gamble. And that's a gamble. We, we, the show does really well. We're going to do really well. Well, we're gonna we're gonna you got you got us to, to support it support you for sure. Now, I got another question for you. In prep for something like this on a comeback, it's been a while since you've been in the ring. So, in prep for something like this, what do you do as a mental preparation? Not just a physical preparation. What do you do as a mental preparation? I can see you're a high energy dude. Obviously, you're physically <laughs> ready to go. What do you do as a mental preparation to say, you know what? I got to let that animal back out. I got to, I have to, obviously you can't walk around like that in public. It's dangerous. You know what I mean? Right. What, 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 well, what's the, what's the thing here? The, the good thing about me is I'm, I'm really kind of, uh, I'm a, I love fighting. I love that. And it, it's always been more of a calculated, I'm like, it's almost like, um, I'm a cold, I like to make kind of a pump. I'm a cold blooded killer out there like i i don't have to be mad i don't have to be angry i am really trying you don't have to, to not hurt you like the guy right no, I, I i'm really trying to hurt you but in a very relaxed calm way disciplined way like, uh-huh. it's I, it's a calm way i might not it's not i don't get emotional i think wow. emotion clouds judgment so wow. i i mean i am out there trying to really hurt you without it, it's like without I, losing I, your head, without losing my head, and, and I don't get excited as far as my heart rate doesn't go up from just being mad at you or uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm come. The only thing getting my heart rate up is the activity that I'm doing. Right. So you wow. literally slow the fight down, and then in your in your eyes, the fight is a lot slower than the way that we see it, pretty much. Huh? Yeah. It. it, it I, yeah. I slow it down, and I, I'm I'm kind of seeing where where I can set up. I'm trying to throw something. I'm trying to figure out what he does when I do that. Mm-hmm. So that, I, oh, if, he, if I do this, he does that. So I can just make it look like I'm going to do that and do something else. Right. Do you look at a lot of video footage of the fighters before you fight them? Uh, yes, I do. I, I scout guys for sure. I mean, I like to see tendencies because mm-hmm. there's, there's certain things. Creatures of, now, of habit. That's well, what and, we do. And, 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 but the thing is, is people will, people, fighters react to other fighters differently. But there's certain things where I can see, okay, when he did this, he does this. When right. he did that, he does this. So I'm going to try that once to see what happens. Right. Oh, okay. That's how he's going to react that way again. Boom. And now I got it. Right. You know, and and, it, and I can I can go out and and take those little things. So I'll have I usually have like th- usually add about two or three um, things for people. And then from scouting, I also like you know I have a 
I've been fighting for you know long time. 30, 30, mm-hmm. I've been training for thirty years mm-hmm. plus. So um, I have a, a lot of tools in my in my toolbox. You toolbox. got them, yeah. So I I um I I take things out and for certain fighters I take take this out, take that out, using this. I got certain things I'm planning on using, and and I usually add some things. Like I'll add some a few. Hey, this combination looks like it work real great, great with that guy. Let me try that because and, of his height or because, because of how he moves, yeah, or because or, of whatever he and what he's what he wants, what what he's like. What like he's looking Tito, to like, get. like Tito's looking for a take. I know he's looking for a takedown. He's right, going, right, right. And it's not a secret. Like I said, it's not a secret. Even if he isn't, he's going to start looking for one right away. Mm-hmm. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not going to stand. It just uh, it, stand. that's not that's not he, his, that's he, not his strength of the fight. Yeah, that's not not where he's strong. He's not he's. He's methodical, slow. He's like a robot. Like he punches like a robot. I mean, it's it's it, he'll get picked apart if he stands with me. If he stands there and tries to box, outbox me, it's gonna be ugly. Um, but but so uh, so there's a lot of different tools and, and a lot of different ways to do things. But that's what film is for. I mean, it, it, you you can pick all those things out. I have to say, man, you have a great approach. I I like your approach to the game because it is very uh, almost scientific. And so many boxers and fighters, we have a lot of guys to come in. And, you know, I think it also comes with the maturity of your age. Nobody wants to admit, man, I don't watch no film. I don't need to watch film. I just go in, I do this. You know what I mean? And it's like. Well, I think that's one of the things with MMA that allows you to compete at a high, at a high level at an at a older age. Uh-huh, for a longer because, period of time. Because it's it's not just about speed and power and, and, and strength. It's a. It's there's so many strategy, ways, so many ways to win and lose and put things together that you you can you can offset some of those deficiencies right with knowledge right and skill at putting it together. Wow. So, do you think you can ever come up with your own form of martial arts? That's what I was. That's actually what I was going to ask. Do you see yourself yeah, training and promoting he, he the way you speak about it? You speak about it like a teacher more than a. Well, that's what we've been doing. I think that's one of the best things the UFC did to martial arts in, huh. in a lot of years. It it forced a lot of martial arts to adapt. Because I mean, I I was in a style. My original karate style. They, they're like, oh, you you can't change it. Don't change anything. Don't learn anything new from other styles. Don't do. It's our style. Only our style. Or mm-hmm. you know. That whole thing, and I'm also wait. He took three styles and put them together in 1952, and we had to stop evolving. And it's over, and, right? Yeah, right. It's, a, it's a wrap, <laughs> right? It's a wrap on that. I mean, I mean, I will. Ladies and gentlemen, karate. That's all we got for you. It's a wrap on karate. Yeah, I agree. You know, so, so, but I think that's what we do. I mean, I, I, I think uh, at the pit uh, with John Hackelman, we've been doing. We do some traditional stuff. We keep keep a lot of the traditional stuff in there. Yeah, teach guys. But it's it's an always evolving martial art for us. We're always working at changing and making it better and helping people get better at the sport. I gotta come mess with you guys one right. time, man. That's, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, right. I have a problem because I tried to train a couple of time with uh, uh, with Regan Machado, and uh, at, man, I'm just not flexible enough. Like when you get, <laughs> I'm ready to call. I'm, I'm calling uncle as soon as I get on the ground because. <laughs> It's a flexibility thing because you're doing stuff with your knees and your hips. I like I really need to loosen up, like seriously. Yeah. And and you guys are doing stuff where you're way more agile than I think that people 
regular Joes give you credit for. I really believe that. Oh yeah, I mean it, you have to. Yeah, hip flexibility is big for huge. For and mine are tight. Yeah. <laughs> my hips are screaming. It, it wow, doesn't work. Really? You get, I'm telling you, you get on the floor and you get on the floor with these dudes. I'm strong as an ox. I can pick up whatever, right. whatever. And but means nothing when they twist my hip. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> a, I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing, and that's why I just. That's why I just continued. He, I worked he, the mitt he, and the he, bag he, and the blah blah blah. He, he gets a bad man though. That's a uh, man, a and he was man. taking it easy on me. Oh, was he? Oh my! Are you crazy? I'm, and he's a big dude. Regan's a big dude wow. now. He's a, yeah. Telling you, uh, he's, was, he's a bad man. He's, a, I promise you. But you know, who hooked me up with him. Who is Michael T. Williamson? Oh, really? Yeah, you know the actor Michael T. Yeah, Williamson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, Michael T.'s a bad boy. Michael T. mess you up. He's a. He's a. You know what I mean? He's 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 trained. I don't know. I, he may be a black belt. He's a. He's definitely. A, you know. Uh-huh. He studied, and uh, he hooked me up. We were shooting. Um, we went out to a charity event, as a matter of fact, in St. Louis, and we were talking about fighting and moving and blah blah blah. He's like, man, come with me one time. I was like, all right, I'll mess with you. I went. <laughs> I got loose. I'm going to get loose. I stretched a little bit. They're like, okay, now we're going to get on the floor and we're going to do this. I was like, oh, okay. I get on the floor and they're like, okay, so now you put your hand on the man's shin. I'm like, okay. And I was the demo first. I wasn't the person doing it first. And I'm big, so Regan was actually doing it with me. And he's like, so we're going to do it like this. You put the hand on a man's shin. <laughs> and because he speaks Portuguese, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he did something, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fast. It was it was embarrassing. I'm telling you, it was embarrassing. This is the first time I've ever even told that story. Only people who know that story like the I've never six heard people, the six people who were in the studio. It was all, it was all because my hip was so tight. I was just like I, I, I couldn't believe it. I don't know if I was malnourished, like my nutrition was. <laughs> I needed some magnesium pills or what? Anyway, that's not what people want to talk about. So look, so final final wrap up. We're coming this weekend. This is, I'm really pumped up to see it. I really, we're going to blast the podcast out. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to speak about in the, in the, the, the buildup to the, to the show? Oh man, just, just don't miss it, man. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going out there. I'm going to have a great time and I'm going to knock Tito out. <laughs> oh, not, I love it. I'm not going to have out. He's going to, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good one. And, and we got a p- after party at Nightingale. So. Oh, okay. Then, there, then, there, then there's that. That'll be okay. Can't, can't so if you miss one. one, you can't miss the other. But, uh, yeah, they, I tell you, Chuck, we're going to be praying for you and your health yeah. and this dub. And, uh, you know, I hope you knock Tito out and hope you don't hurt him too bad because he, I'm sure he just needs to see the light. Maybe he'll see the light after <laughs> he gets knocked out. Light, you know. Who knows? And then, right. <laughs> Tito's gonna twist know. me up next time I see him. Watch, yes. he's gonna twist. Me up. Wait a minute, Tito. <laughs> he won't. He won't even remember me though. See, and that's the part about it. Yeah. See, this is the part about it. This, this is where. So, so we run. We run together. We run together. You know, nonstop. Yeah. You see, it's everybody and everybody. Everybody sees us together everywhere forever. This is yeah. my big brother. Yeah. And so just like how it was at the fight when we saw you at the fight, right? Yeah. You sitting. You and your lady were sitting right by Tito and his lady, and. uh and I walked in. I was I was on the other side, so I walked in front. Said what's up to you. Said what's up to Tito. Tito looked at T like he'd never seen him before. I've, every single time that I've seen we Tito, hung out the whole weekend, that made me and just Tito at one point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> out in Indianapolis. Uh, yeah, right? out in Indianapolis. By the way, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Man. And I and I don't and I like to give people. I like to think I, I right, he too, didn't do it on purpose, and, and, and he saw him again. I was like, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, that's I, cool though, because you can get him from the back when he tries to twist me up. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he won't hey, even talk, know it's talk. you. Hey man, he over here. He's over here. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz this Saturday at the Forum. Chuck, thank you so much for taking the time yeah, to come through. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. You're welcome anytime. You want to come promote anything? Anytime you want to just call in and talk, whatever. It's all good, Don't man. You back. are our, our friend of the ozone. Ah, uh, thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Lots been going on in boxing, ladies and gentlemen. We've been off for a while, but the world of combat sports and boxing has not. And we have our very, very special guest analyst, Mr. Ellie Sekback. Uh oh, reporting. What's up, Ellie? Reporting. Thanks for the introduction. Ah, uh, miss you guys. Hope all is well. Man, life is everything's good. good man. Nothing to complain about. We about to go eat up all the turkey. Everything is good. You jive turkey. What's going on with you, man? I see you were out and about. We got a lot to cover. I saw you were out and about at the uh, at this last fight with the zone. Brandon Rios got him a dub. I know Brandon's your boy. Right. I was happy for him. Got him a, like a spectacular knockout too, huh? So this is what happened. So uh, I, we got to Oklahoma first. We watched Alex Salcedo fight um, Hooker, right? Hooker. What a fight! Everybody was, was talking about yeah, that fight. It was a good fight. It was a great fight, and I felt bad for Salcedo because Salcedo's a good kid, and he's at home, and just his whole life he waited for that moment, and he dropped Hooker in the earlier rounds only to get stopped in the later rounds. So that was the first night. Then well, the highlight of that night was actually Errol Spence was there and Terrence Crawford, and they ran into each other afterwards for about 15 minutes going at each other nonstop. Saw that. It's a good, it's a good lead-in if they have a fight. It is a good lead, and if they ever fight, I like, you know, I actually, I was telling T that if Earl Spence ever gets to the point where he can talk as well as he can box, because he's a great boxer, he's a great fighter, but he's, uh, you know, all of these guys talk crazy. Keith Thurman talks crazy to him. Terrence Crawford talks crazy to him. And you can tell Earl just isn't a, he's not a talker like that, you know? And uh, and honestly, I really want them to the fight. But for right now, the fight that got announced that's on the that that's that is popping is Earl Smith and Mikey Garcia. I saw a video of yours on ES News on on YouTube uh, with more than five hundred million views, ladies and gentlemen. Mister Ellie Tech back reporting. I saw a video that you did that was great, where you asked Robert and everybody in the gym, "What is it that Mikey sees?" that made him want to fight Earl Spence. And I also saw you jam up Tim Bradley about it, and I felt like Tim Bradley's answer was lies, to be honest. Because Tim Bradley was like, oh, yeah, I saw the same thing he did. and I, I <laughs> But I'm not going to reveal it. I didn't really appreciate his analysis on that. What do you think is happening? Why does Mikey want to move up to fight Earl Spence? I can't, for the life of me, figure it out. Um. If you know Mikey, which you've met him, yep, he, and you've met him numerous times, and he knows and he likes you. He's also, he's one he's one of my favorite fighters in the world. Yeah, he's a good guy, and he's a great guy. You no, know, great guy. But but what drives him in boxing? Everybody has a different motivation. Some people want the money. Some people want the titles. Mikey needs a challenge. If he's not challenged, he can't. He can't have the training. He can't. It's not the same. So the biggest challenge will get him the best training camp. Will get him the best focus. And this is the biggest challenge. Errol Spence, the biggest 47, a guy that nobody really... Nobody wants to fight. It sounds good. Everybody acts like they want to fight him, but nobody's lining up to fight Errol Spence. No, nobody wants to fight Errol Spence. Mikey's a 135-pounder, fought at 140, won the title. He fought Broner at 140, and he fought a Sugar Lippinus, where he won the title. Mikey wants to go up and fight the greatest. It's all chips in, everything on the table. If he wins, overnight he becomes the biggest name in boxing, pound for pound, he's a five-division champion. If he doesn't win, he wasn't supposed to win. 
Yes. So it's, you know, people say, but it's such a big risk. He's the fighter. He's the one with 39 wins, you know, 31 knockouts, no losses. He sees something. He feels it. Errol Spence is a champion. Errol Spence is a big puncher. He's a big dude. And we all saw the height differences, although in the, in the face-off, the angle made it look much worse than what it really is. Because uh, Lennox Lewis is not 5'11". No, Lennox Lewis is right. my height. Yeah, Lennox right. Lewis is a big fella. Yeah, he is a big fella. So um, you have to dare to be great. And Mikey is daring to be great. It, if he pulls it off, it's it, the biggest move ever. If he doesn't, he wasn't supposed to. But at least we're going to see the best fighting the best. And, and there are examples in boxing history, whether it's Shane Mosley moving up on 35 to fight Oscar or uh, Sugar Ray Oh, Leonard no, 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 no. It's, it's possible. It's I don't see. Possible. I don't see how he beats him, but it's possible. And I love that that Mikey and Robert take on the challenge. And I think it's going to be a great fight. I think it's going to be a better fight than people are giving it credit for because Mikey's fundamental skill set will keep him in any and every fight. But what Earl Spence brings to the table is he's going to be the bigger, better boxer at this point, and he's going to he's a stronger fighter. And he physically, has, yeah, physically, yeah, physically, and he's a better athlete. I, 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 but I think that's his, actually his number one thing that he has mm-hmm. over Mikey. It's just that he's a better athlete because. But Mikey is fundamentally sound, which and is he unbelievable. has more. I think he has more ring experience in big in big time situations. All right, so we got that to cover. You know, a fight that I don't feel like I'm hearing enough about is this Wilder Tyson Fury fight coming up in just over a week and a half at the Staples Center. Why do you think this fight isn't getting the crazy pub that normally the big boys bring to the table? Um, a few, there are a few reasons for that, and, and I agree with you. The reason is Tyson Fury was off. He lost his titles. He had a suspension for cocaine use. When you take that, and he came back with two very shake-up tune-ups. It wasn't that he came back and he knocked guys out of the ring and knocked them through the ropes. The first one was kind of like a weird stoppage, and the second one was kind of like, it was iffy. Boxing fans, as much as they love their fighters, they're very, very flaky. We love you when you win. But if you lose your titles, you don't look incredible. We're going to ignore you. So now, if Wilder beat, if Fury beats Wilder, which I don't think happens, all his bandwagon will be full again, and he'll be the king of boxing, right? Hmm. But Wilder, 39, uh, 40 and 0, 39 knockouts, very exciting, great fighter. I think everybody wants to see Wilder Joshua. Fury's there, and it's a fight. But I think I think Wilder stops him in five or less. Two rounds, Fury moves, and then Fury doesn't have that fan base that he had two, three years ago. Two, three years ago, this would be a much bigger fight because people... For sure. I went to see him train, and he threw me out. And I was more disappointed that none of those videos got views. That tells me that he's not relevant like I thought he was. Because if he's still a big deal, those videos would have gone viral. Right. So that kind of gave me the gauge. Like, okay, hey, Ronda Rousey threw me out, and every video had 200,000 views. Wow. So That's a good barometer, huh? That is a good barometer. So so that kind of, like, gauges. Um, Another fact that... Even though they did the press tour, and even though we haven't seen the real bad blood, yeah, they were talking trash a little bit, but still, maybe in a British accent, when you talk trash, it still sounds dignified. And <laughs> sounds, you know, you've traveled the world, you've covered it. It sounds so intelligent and friendly. Like, even if he's using words we don't even know, what does a doc mean? All kinds of phrases we can't write. Right, it's not plain English. This is what's going to happen. The fight will be a great fight. I think Wilder Gray has a six-second knockout, and everybody on the planet will be reposting the knockout on their social media. But it's going to be towards during the fight and after the fight when this really blows up. Right now, it's kind of still in the build-up stage, and it hasn't really picked up like it should. Hmm. 
Yeah, they don't have a lot of time. So I'm very interested to see what will happen. Now, I've also seen a lot of videos of you covering this clown show that has become the press tour for Pacquiao Broner. Uh, you know, I've told you before, I know that you're 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 cool with Adrian. He's a cool guy, you say. I hate the way he represents black people. I, I really have a problem with it. And this fight is being made. And, uh, I, I mean, you know, Adrian signed that, that – Broner signed that big deal where he got his bag secured. And I don't know why they gave him those crazy numbers, but I guess because he's enough of a draw – for a fight like this, I expect Manny to do work against Broner because I think that Broner has a short will to win and he likes to get a late start, and I don't think that's going to work well against Manny, not at least the Manny that we just saw against Matisse and the, you know, the last couple times around. Um, what's the sentiment you feel? You, you said you were just out watching Manny play hoops. What's the sentiment you feel around Manny Pacquiao and the potential for him to actually continue on after this fight? Do you think it's just all a big play for Floyd Mayweather rematch or do you think he likes to actually just fight and he wants to fight all of these young gunners at 47? Okay, so this morning I spent four and a half hours with Manny Pacquiao. He ran for 20 minutes. He did about 2,000 crunches. Then he played five games of basketball. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind selector. 2,000 crunches? Yeah. That's only about 1,995 more than I've done today. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. No, Manny, I, I even joked with him. He asked me how, he said, hey, how do I look? And I said, oh, you look 29, not 39. So, Manny's in great shape. His calves still look bigger than uh, Michael Jordan. You know, like, he's in good <laughs> physical shape. He hasn't even started camp. He probably lives a clean life. He looks happy. He was running. He was leading the pack. He had, like, 50 people running with him. He's in a good place physically. Okay. Um, yesterday, I was in a basketball court with Adrian Broner. He's happy. He's motivated. He's more focused. Um, I, I know Adrian pretty good, and he knows what's at stake here. Yeah. The winner of this fight moves on to bigger and better fights. Maybe a Floyd fight for the winner. We don't know. But whatever it is, they're going to make a lot of money. So they both have to win. Um, if it's a close, controversial fight, you know, maybe they still come out both winners. Like each one could claim a win. But if someone gets stopped, if someone gets knocked out, I think it, it, it rolls them down the hill. And they have to start from scratch. They have to really rebuild. Um, Manny is still Manny, same team. He's very happy. He's focused. Adrian is very, very focused, and he's going to have a different coach. Steve, uh, Cunningham will coach him for the last two fights. The last fight is going to be in his corner again. Okay. Um, so it's to me, it's, it's an interesting fight. Uh, it's going to sell it. The number oh, it's going to sell. It's going to sell. Believe that. Now tell me this. what What's your take on the consolidation of all of the fight stables? Because now you got, you know, Fox made their big push. They're, they're with PBC now. And they have a lot of fighters, a lot of names, and they rolled out a very impressive slate for next year already. Fights that are already set. You got Eddie Hearn with Matchroom and DeZone doing fights every weekend. I watched this uh, big baby fight. I um, was happy he knocked that dude out in the sense that I don't want to see somebody 300-something pounds go the distance. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to see Caressa Shields fight. Uh, it was nice to see Brandon fight. They're, you know, they have a they have a lot of fighters on their on their ticket. Lozado, don't forget that fight. Oh no no no! I'm I'm getting to Gabe. Gabe, you know, Gabe is a friend of the Ozone. Gabe has come through. Gabe got jerked, in my opinion. I had Gabe winning the winning the fight, uh, probably seven to five or six four and two. I know people don't like even rounds, but um, but I thought Gabe won that fight, and uh, it, it's unfortunate. I think that that what's happened with Gabe is is that. They, they meaning the league, has decided that he's a stepping stone fighter, and I just really hope he gets his chance and he gets his just due, you know? 
But what do you think about the stables in general? It seems like everything is consolidating. With HBO uh, moving out, Showtime's right established, you know, what, what do you think about that? Well, we're going through a transition period. HBO kind of out of the boxing game. They still have a show December 8th at StubHub, and they have one this weekend, actually, with Bivol. It's a great fight. Uh, this is a fight I want to see. I like Jean Pascal. I think Bivol will win, but I like Jean Pascal. Jean Pascal's never been the same ever since Kovalev uh, had his way with him. But, um, but, but this kid, Bivol, is really, he's got the potential to be next. No, no, he is. He's the real deal. And then let me tell you, like, yeah, I've seen him. I've been watching him training. And he's very, very impressive. Um, so HBO has two more shows. Showtime are holding on to what they have. <laughs> Excuse me. They're doing the, the um, Broner fight, and they're going to have some other fights announced. I'm sure they're going to do Javante Tank Davis, Abner Mares, which is next generation. Tank's very young. Right. Um, so they're holding their own. Eddie Hearn and the Zona are trying their hardest. And, and it's always hard. Beginnings are always tough. But they have a good potential. And with the Canelo fight, that may be a game-changer for them, December 15th. Yes, he's fighting Rocky Fielding, and yes, Canelo will destroy him. But that will elevate all of the zone's platform because fans will come in, even if you get a month free. So people will come in, and if they like it, they'll come back. Um, Then don't forget, ESPN Plus is growing in rapid numbers. Bob Aaron told me, and I haven't checked it anywhere else, but he told me they have 2.5 million subscribers already. That is huge. That's huge, Again, but I need to see those numbers. Those that sounds inflated because I don't even think I know anybody with ESPN Plus. But that you know maybe there's two point five other million people. <laughs> but those big yeah, numbers. But that's this is why I yeah. ask you is because that's what's happening. They're all consolidating at this point. Yeah, they are, and and, and I haven't figured out the business yet. I mean, if they get enough subscribers, maybe they make enough money every month. But still, what they're paying out for one fighter. Let's say Terrence Crawford makes four million a fight. How did how do they pay him and pay the whole card and still make money? So, and, and well, it's a, it's the subscription model works. I mean, this, this is the new, you know, this is the new world, and the subscription model works, just plain and simple. Now, I have a question. Have you spent much time with Alexander Usyk? I'm sorry, have you spent much time with Alexander Usyk? Oh, lots of time. Yeah, the kind of rock star. Listen, I was in the Ukraine not long ago. He walks down the street. He legit needs six bodyguards. Like the people swarm because he he does voiceovers and cartoons. He's on TV, really he's on billboards. He's yeah. He's larger than life. He's bigger than any other Ukrainian fighter. In in the Ukraine, he's a celebrity as just as big as Brad Pitt is over here because he's he advertises um, online gambling and some cell phone services. You see his posters everywhere. People love boxing here anyway. He's a gold medalist. He's a champion and. All of his achievements are making his name bigger and bigger and bigger. No other fighter, not even the Crisco's, needed security like he needs just to walk down the street. Wow. Wow. And this is at the WBC convention? Yep. This was, yeah, but this was, I mean, the convention area is the convention. I don't know about like. No, no, no. Once you get out. No, I know what you mean. I'm saying when you were over there for that. Yeah, I was over there for that. And I already knew that from before because he was telling me how he does voiceovers and he has a personality. He's just, um, he looks crazy. Like he has a crazy look in his eyes, but he's really <laughs> funny and. He's light on his feet, and he likes to joke around. Um, he's, uh, if you ask me, I think he's boxing's biggest secret. Because I don't think really? the boxing world caught on to him yet. Only hardcore fans know him and got familiar with him. But if he walked down Hollywood Boulevard right now, don't know how many people would rush him knowing that he's one of the best fighters in the world. Every yeah. time he fights, he wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's definitely top 10 pound for pound. All right, Ellie. Well, we just had a great interview with Chuck Liddell. And we're running long on time, talking about him and Tito. 
He's 49 years old. Tito's, I think, 46? 43. 43. Uh, yeah, 43, Tito's 42, sorry. 43. Um, he said, I'm going to knock him off for the third time. Tito said, I'm going to knock him out. It's an interesting fight. Actually, it's, to me, it's very interesting. Um, they're doing Golden Boy Boxing, which is... Uh, Oscar wanted to do it years ago, but unfortunately, the card fell apart where one of the fighters failed the drug test. Mm. They were going to do something with affliction. It was um, Fedor against Josh Barnett, and Josh Barnett... Um, Failed the drug test and the card fell apart. Wow. So, yeah, yeah no, we had we just had a lively discussion with him, and uh, you know, uh, universally, I've seen people have been telling me when I told him Chuck was coming on the show that they hope that Chuck knocks Tito out. Uh, Tito seems like he has a lot of people. He's cultivated his own fan base, and he's also cultivated a lot of people who will pay to watch him lose. I hope it's I'm a good say, show. You know, I tell you about Tito. He told me I don't know if anybody knows this. He told me that he has a record for the most blocked people on Instagram and Twitter. He's blocked over ten thousand people. Jeez! I told him, like, so I asked him, "Are you the Kemba Mutombo of Twitter?" <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! Yeah, you guys get it. Nobody else got it when I said that. They're like, "What are you talking about, Ellie?" I'm like, "Never mind." <laughs> he just blocked. You remember the commercial where someone wanted to put cereal in his, in his cart and he gets the cereal, and then he went in and he just. So, oh my goodness! He's blocked. Um, I, personally, this is what I think. I think when the UFC, and this is my opinion, when the UFC were bought out for four billion, they should have given each of the veteran guys that made the UFC what it is today, like a million of bonus. I was right. just, I was just talking. This is what we were just talking about. How he, you know, helped start the the game. And how these guys really need a, a union or something. Because when you're at the forefront, you're the pioneer or something like that. You never get your just desserts like the new guys do. Yeah, and, and I've talked to guys in the NBA. And they told me this, you know, the NBA got the union because it was a halftime show of the All-Star game. And they said, we're not coming out until you approve it. And and the league didn't have a choice and they approved it right away. These guys have to just stick together and not be greedy. And, and it's for the good of everybody. But unfortunately, people look out for themselves and no one wants to sacrifice I completely but agree. They don't understand. Like UFC's not losing; they're making millions and millions, and, and the fighters billions. Get. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, they're not. They're so not losing. Like, are you guys coming out on the twenty fourth to see Chuck Liddell at the forum? That's it. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll see you there. And we will be there. I mean, I was. Uh, I got invited to Africa today to Nigeria to cover some boxing. Nice. Now, you guys know you travel a lot. Is it safe to go to Nigeria? Yes. Okay. Yeah, depending on where you go. I mean, is it safe? Listen, we're talking about... Lagos is supposed to be the place. Yeah, but we're also talking about, is it safe to go to Chicago? I mean, an ER nurse just got shot in the hospital. Is it safe to go in Malibu where the fires will burn up your house? The world's not a safe place. But at the same time, from the friends that I have and people I know, man, people talk about Lagos, Nigeria, like it is, man, the place to be. I haven't been yet. Okay, I'm going to go out and let you know. Somewhere, something called Victoria Island. So I oh, yeah. Issue. Right on. Uh, yeah, no, like, hey, I, I don't want to. Off the lake. I don't want to go. Hey, I don't want to go and stick a match, you know? No, nah, no, nah, man. I think you just have to get a gang of shots because the yeah. malaria is common, and the way that we look at it is not the way that it is for them. It's just like getting a common cold. Right. And so, yeah, uh, yeah man, let me know. I'll fly out. I'll meet you there. Ellie Secback, appreciate you coming Three, in on the four, Ozone. Eight. You are, as usual, reporting late. Reporting. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Later. 
All right, folks, we're running long on the Ozone, so we're going to clip it. We got a little football to talk about. We got a lot of baseball to talk about, but we have to get you back soon because, uh, man, action-packed episode. It's been a long time. Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to leave you with a quote, an anonymous quote, but I like this one. It is the older you get, the more quiet you become. Life humbles you so deeply as you age, you realize how much nonsense you've wasted time on. Don't waste your time, folks. You only get one of these. One life, it's yours. One go around. Go get and believe and do everything you want to. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and this is The Ozone. Ozone. I'm just living the dream. I'm in love with the lights. This is-